Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Feeling a little better. It's kind of a rough go of it. Bronchitis slash pneumonia slash COVID. I don't know what it was. It just, you know, you get sick sometimes. Well, actually, I don't. But I did, and I'm here, and I'm back. So it's good to have you here. Episode 441. We are talking about Joe Biden tonight and KJP, his press secretary. Jean-Luc Pierre Cardon-Chemataka, I don't know her name, but it's Kieran Jean-Pierre, I believe, says that Joe Biden is the best communicator. I am going to prove that to be false tonight. Stick with me on the other end. I will be right back after we hear from, oh, let's do the Hodge Twins. Yay. Hodge Twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast. At the dump show and his website, yeah. don't unfriend me.com. Yeah. You know, I've covered it many times Joe Biden and his endless gaffes. By the way, you can follow us at the dumb show or go to the You can follow us there and also watch us live on all social media at 8 30 eastern standard we're going live tonight we'll see you then joe biden it's listen where there's smoke there's fire but that's not always true right um you get a certain amount of heat source some oxygen and fuel burning in the right conditions then you have fire but you can see smoke without fire and anybody who's created a fire with two sticks or anything other than a butane lighter and a gas stove knows that not necessarily when you see smoke, do you stop? In fact, you should blow harder, so to speak. Well, Joe Biden blows a lot. And he also says things that are inherently racist. Now, I'm not one of those people. I, I grew up in the Eddie Murphy generation, Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, where you could, you could make jokes. A Jew, a priest, and a rabbi, or... or uh, a minister or whatever, a Catholic priest, minister, and a rabbi, whatever, walk into a bar. Th- those jokes were common. Um, jokes about ethnicity were always common, about sexual preference, and it is what it is. Now, you may say that that was racist back then and that we've had you know, more of a highbrow society today than yesteryear, and, and, and dare I say that we've made progress for the better and for the worse. We've become a very sensitive, uh, I need a safe space and a blanket and a whoopee, uh, in a binky generation, but I will say that Joe Biden most assuredly says racist things, and it's not overly sensitive to say that. We know his relationship with Strom Thurmond, with Byrd and Wallace and other Ku Klux Klan members. We know him reaching across the aisle with the Dixiecrats and everything else that he has done. Uh, but more importantly, it's what he says, and we keep hearing that it's gaffes. Well, at some point, you have to say, well, it's not a gaffe. It's just who Joe Biden is. And that has now become the new trope. Well, it's just Joe Biden. He doesn't mean to sniff people. He just does. It's just the way he is. He doesn't mean to be that weird Uncle Fester. It's just Joe Biden. He doesn't mean to cling on to women. It's just Joe Biden. He doesn't mean to say racist stuff. He just does. But when is that no longer good enough? And I'll tell you, really, the buck stopped for me where it no longer became funny. But it became blatantly obvious that Joe Biden 
needs to get out of office as fast as humanly possible. Now, I know a lot of people are like, how did you just realize that? Well, no, I've realized that the whole time, but there is a sense of urgency here and we'll cover it tonight. First, I want you to listen to KJP in her press secretary ways of saying that Joe Biden, after saying this, is the best communicator that the White House has. Here it is. And you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. Now, Joe Biden's talking about Westmore, new governor, and he in Maryland, I believe. No, maybe it's not Maryland. I don't know. I'll have to find out. But anyway, he's talking about Westmore, and listen to what he says after this. He's the real deal, and the boy looked like he can still play. <laughs> he got some guns on him. He can still play. He's got some guns on him. Well, I think he's talking about his arms and his muscles, but the word boy is not necessarily apropos for the occasion, uh, at least in this century, number one. Number two, at least he didn't try to take his guns away because that's what Joe Biden usually does. Let's listen to what KJP had to say. Played a greater strength somewhere he probably isn't as strong, et cetera. I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Holy Lord. If Joe Biden is the best communicator in the White House, then we have serious problems. I'm going to show you some clips, and these are spread over his entire career. This, this, listen, I don't have the time in a show. My shows last 10 to 15 minutes. If I showed you every single time Joe Biden said something racist, we would basically have something like uh, the Civil War North and South re uh, reenactment by Ken Burns on the History Channel and Roots. Put those together and then maybe Shogun, the miniseries, and we might have enough time. Here is the video of Joe Biden, the gaffe machine, or the racist. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. We have this no- I want you to imagine if Donald Trump instead of going to McDonald's, went to 7-Eleven and said that for his morning cup of coffee or his 64-ounce Slurpee or giant jumbo hot dog making those comments. The left would still be boiling over and the meltdown would not have cooled as of yet. Somehow, if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, <laughs> Joe, he makes it so easy. Wealthy kids, black kids. What kind of a chance with a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand uh, in the South if you were running in Democratic primaries against Southerners like Mark Warner and uh, John Edwards? You don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. They're gonna put you. Delaware's a border state. Didn't he live in Scranton, Pennsylvania as well? Where hasn't Joe Biden lived? Did they have the secret documents at that time? I mean, that was what forty years ago. All back in chains. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy. Who most foreign policy experts around the world say is the most, the wisest man in the Orient. It's a large, mo very identifiable Somali community. I might add, if you ever come to the train station with me, you'll notice that uh, I have great relationships with them because there's an awful lot of driving cabs. Oh, listen, Joe Biden shouldn't be talking about train stations, especially with what's going on in Ohio. And obviously this is from a while back. But to say that the Somali population essentially uh, drives all the cabs in Minnesota 
Once again, how is this guy still walking? Well, once again, it's always, oh, it's just Joe. It's Uncle Joe being Joe. Grandpa Joe's just being Joe. He's just, he's that uncle that we put at the kids' table that smells like old spice and bourbon when he comes over for Thanksgiving. We don't pay any attention to him. We don't let him talk to the adults or anything. Apologize for what? Former Vice President Biden Wednesday night stood by comments he made this week about his work with two segregationist senators. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. There's not a racist bone in my body. I've been involved in civil rights my whole career. I'm eager to hear. I'm eager to hear. Eager to hear next. What? You know, somebody told me that he dropped the N-bomb before, and, and I didn't believe it. I heard that about Trump, and I could never find anything on Trump. They said that about Clinton. They said it about Bush, not about Obama. But I, I never knew he actually said it. Now, I understand this is a Freudian slip, folks. I understand he's mixing previous words in a sentence, and he's completely jumbled, as always, because this guy doesn't have a coherent thought. But he does drop the N-bomb. Listen to this again. Nigger here next from my good friends and outstanding leaders. No, I'm serious. I mean, I understand that, that the Freudian slips happen, but that there's only really one word besides trigger and, and jigger and Winnie the Pooh's tigger. Uh, those are really the three words I can think of off the top of my hand where you might make that mistake. And I'm sure when you walk up on the stage, Nobody, and I've done a ton of public speaking, says to themselves, above all else fails, just don't drop the N-bomb. <laughs> I don't think anyone does that because it's just something that you would never, ever do. Here's the rest. This guy's the real deal. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb him. Saying that two African-Americans look like they could play ball and an Islamic, yes, that was an Islamic senator, looks like he could bomb you. It's not that you can't make excuses for it and say, okay, when he says ball, it doesn't mean basketball, it means football. They're big guys. And the other guy looks like he could bomb you, which is slang for it looks like he could hit you. You completely go, okay, I can see that once maybe twice, but we're talking, this has happened a hundred times and, and not just over the 48 illustrious years of doing nothing over his career. We're talking within the last 20. Joe Biden is inherently racist with everything he says and everything he does, because more importantly, you might say, well, wait a second, not everything he does, Matt. Well, that's not true. When everything leads up to a comment like that, and it's always tied to the speech the next day, then that is woven in into his entire policy. Lying is also something that he does extremely poorly, and he's easily caught, but never admits he's wrong. Joe Biden made this post most recently, and I said the buck stops here. I'm done. It says, we're going to end unfair service fees on tickets to concerts and sporting events and make companies disclose all uh, fees up front. Very similar to, we're not going to allow airlines to charge you for an extra baggage. And my point was simply, enough of this crap. We've got trains derailing, chemicals poisoning water for 10% of the U.S. 
Enemy nations probing our borders and response time. Chickens struggling to lay eggs. Inflation and food insecurity all over the country. People dropping unexpectedly. And your top priority is saving Swifties a few dollars? F you, Brandon. I grew up with one notion when it came to the President of the United States, that the office was always to be respected. And I've tried to do that, serving under two presidents in the military, meeting several senators and congressmen, rubbing shoulders with some pretty prestigious people in politics. I've always tried to respect the office. And there are times when I've looked across from somebody or put my hand in someone else's where I felt dirty afterwards, but I've always tried to respect the office. That stops here. Pete Buttigieg, transportation what? What does he do? He literally is putting billions of dollars into saving salmon spawning runs in rivers and diverting highways versus ensuring that our transportation is safe. Turns around and blames Donald Trump for 2018 policy when they've had the ability for five years to go ahead and do something about it because they've owned the House and they've owned the Senate. Joe Biden sits idly by and allows his pundits, allows his chief of staff, and allows his administration to make excuses for their failure. KJP says that Joe Biden is the best communicator in the White House. Boy, are we in trouble. The chief of staff, the administration, the pundits, all who go out and continue to prop Joe Biden up as some sort of holier-than-thou great white hope for America really need to be held accountable. They are the handlers, after all, that continue to tell us he's of sound mind and body, which he obviously is not. Joe Biden is an old-school racist, and how Democrats continue to push him forward as something that's going to move the country forward and sow the division and stop the separation between the citizens on one side and another is absolutely laughable. But I guess it kind of makes sense. Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican Party, and the President of the United States, former and current, usually leads the party. I guess it does make sense that they would choose Joe Biden to represent Democrat policy. Folks, that's it for tonight. Please do me a favor and stop by The Dumb Show at thedumbshow.com. And you can also go to at The Dumb Show for all social media, podcasts, everything else, and watch the show. We're live at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we also have a recorded show Monday through Friday, as you see right now. Please stop by the store if you wouldn't mind. 10% goes back to veterans for shirts, hats, and everything else. And I'm losing my voice, so it's a good time to bow out. Thanks for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we will go out with the Veteran Crisis Hotline like we do always. God bless, and I will talk to you tomorrow. I'm David Boreanaz with the Cast to Seal team. And we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.